There's a man here. He's tying his shoe. He's petting your dog. He's petting your dog. There is a man here. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's a man. Oh, the dog was chewing this. Oh, we scared him away. Something weird just happened. I don't know what that guy just did. He came up here to clip his toenails. You saw that, right? Where's the book? She's right underneath? Oh, she's right there. Yeah, that's right. What else are we gonna do? Is, yeah. this, any, is this interview you're, you're supposed to be funny? It's supposed to be funny? How, how have the other ones been? I want, yeah. I want ours to like stay, me to stand out. Yeah. It's gotta be better than Duncan. <laughs> it's gotta be better. It's gotta be better than Bronger. It's gotta be better than Bronger. Better than Kanane. Kanane's is probably gonna be the best. Yeah, Kanane is. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Kanane's probably the best stand-up comic who's alive. Oh, are you getting, are you getting GSM <laughs> interference? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's gone now. It's weird. Yeah. It's a good phone though. I teach I teach my I teach my dogs my dog tricks with my iPhone. Oh. With your rollover minutes? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm sorry. The dog is the star of the show. So happens. See, I lied there. I don't do that. Don't do what? I don't tr- teach my dog tricks using my rollover minutes. Wait, but that was as soon as you said that. As soon as I said your punchline, it's very obvious that that was a little, it's a joke. Because I went boom? It made it funny. <laughs> I don't know. We'll throw in a sound effect, it'll make it There better. you go. So you can make it, I want to have lots of gunshots. You want to do more jokes where like, you finish it off? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I always get it a little bit wrong though. So well, I was on a date the other day and this, the girl wasn't impressed with my car. Uh-huh. Because it was a... Um, it's like a four-cylinder. It's kind of small. Mm-hmm. I don't know this joke. <laughs> I don't. I don't know it. You say, were you trying to overcompensate? No, undercompensate oh. for my long comings. Are you trying to overcompensate for your long comings? Yeah. <laughs> yep. This interview is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Nothing's gonna be cut out. We're just gonna add a bunch of. You know what? Just sound Did you hear that when I whispered it to him? Oh, you're gonna freak that thing out again. You're gonna do it. <laughs> Is it freaking out now? You're gonna. Not yet. What other questions we got here? That's what questions on the deck. Questions. Which questions. Do we questions. Got? Questions on the deck. Um, I think we asked all the questions. I guess. Right. What's your day job? We know. We know Doug's. What's yours? I don't have a day job. You don't. No. I sell records sometimes. <laughs> I tried to. I haven't been lately because the economy has been. So people don't buy records, but yeah, I haven't been doing a day job in a little while now. That's He's actually been working on this reality show. Yeah. It's about married women who uh, hook up uh, wireless uh, internet connections at, at various households. Right. That's oh God! Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's called uh, Wi-Fi for the white guys. Wi-Fi. Oh, I thought it was going to be desperate Wi-Fis. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's called Wi-Fi for the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi for the Wi-Fi? This is on the spot comedy people. But I would say that Doug, Doug doesn't have a day job. Doug has a career. That's your career. It's not your day job, right? Because you're not delivering pizzas. It is my career, yeah. Yeah, it's a career. It gives me a lot of money so I can buy things online. (laughs) Just the other day I was getting a pair of Crocs. But here we go. I think that but, uh, even yeah, I tried to order some Crocs Except, online, yes, but they didn't show up because they're, they're yeah, eat reptile this <laughs> much. Uh, is it okay if my, if my dog barks at them and yeah, tries okay. to chase them out? Okay. Cut that one out. Wait, so what are your favorite celebrity yeah. names? No, <laughs> Top five celebrity baby names. Go, Doug. Uh, Apple. Apple, great. Great name. Uh, 
and that I believe if I'm, if I'm right that is the that is the daughter or son of Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin of Coldplay that's right the spawn of them asexual spawn born with undifferentiated testicles or that's not spelled in the traditional way, right? It's A P. Oh, are you serious? With an accent on the E. Are you serious? Huh? No. See? No, that's Apple. Come on and believe it's Apple, like the computer. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, I don't. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's Steve Jobs' prototype, iBaby. Hi, <laughs> baby. I had this idea for something called. Uh, I forget what it's called. Oh yeah, it was iBaby, and the the voice of it would be would be Bono's voice. We have Bono's a baby with voice? Bono's voice. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> baby. Okay. It was the YouTube branded iBaby. It's red and black. I was thinking about something <laughs> the other day called iMom. iMom? You guys have such better ideas. I was thinking of iPorno for like the phone. I don't know why this came out. iPorno? They have that already. They do? Yeah. Like the that. Steve Jobs branded iPorno? Because I figured it would be like super organized and like nothing, uh-huh. oh. no viruses. It'd just be like, you could just no search. No pop-ups. Oh, that's pretty good. I think that you can make money off. One of my first jokes I wrote was... Uh, it was about the events of 7-Eleven. <laughs> it was like, I was talking, I was just like, I, my, my jokes are kind of like these long stories with like this like ridiculous pun payoff at the end. <laughs> Groaners. I'm a groaner. I'm a groaner kind of. Yeah. That was like, I was just talking about how I got a Slurpee. The Slurpee, Slurpee blew up. And then I was trying to microwave this burrito and then that thing like melted and burned my hand. And I was really kind of distraught ever since the events of 7-Eleven. And everything's, things haven't been the same. And then I was watching, um, what's it, Zach Galifianakis' DVD. Uh-huh. He says that? Yeah, he has a joke. He has a joke. It's Stole. similar. It's not the same thing, but... It's, a, it's kind of the concept. I guess it's kind of an obvious thing. Like, two people can easily come up with that. Yeah. But he didn't really, like... He didn't deliver it the same way. And it was kind of... It was more in the DVD than, like, in his act. His joke was kind of better, though. It's like an Indian guy that gets sevens and nines confused up. And, he's, <laughs> and he says, like... I don't think I've seen this. He one. says, uh, someday I want to have my own nine, uh, 9-11. 9-11? Yeah. Like oh, then he gets, like, arrested. Yeah. Brought into Guantanamo. Something like More that. political. I think I Wait, so, a- Johnny, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. You were saying that you don't like when people aren't as honest or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Some like, low-flying planes in here. Look at that. I know. Uh, Shit, I thought we, we were going to have our own 9-11 right there in the Aeon building. Before you got here, That's I was saying that, about, yeah. yeah, I was saying how I would love to be in the hot tub when it happened here because it would be like the perfect view. You'd be relaxed in the hot tub and you could watch it all unfold and you would, you'd be out of, out of harm's like way. I you'd need to have like Pachelbel's cannon going on in the background just to nice. like, in, you know, Don Perignon, just make it nice. I would like that. Yeah, I would like it a lot. I just... Uh, I usually bring a little radio up when I go in the hot tub. Yeah, you know what I mean? By honest, I mean like, you know how like a lot of people... Uh, I mean, because I'm just making up shit. I'm lying know, but, the whole but, time. But that's but when you do it, though, it's obvious that you're, you're not... You're being honest to your, se- you're your own sensibility. Right. You're, not, you're not trying to like come up with a rape joke because you think that that's going to right. work with the that, crowd. Is yeah, that what you that, mean? And when you do that, you're not purporting that to be the truth. It's obvious what you're doing. You know what I mean? Right. There's people who tell stories like that happen to them that obviously didn't happen then but they're just telling it they're saying it to when because I think it's funny when you should be uh find out about what well like some people you like some out. stories when i found out like they wouldn't be yeah, true because like true. i don't know like the comics <clears> that usually do do that kind of stuff like when you ask them about it they kind of get pissed off like everybody's asking the same question yeah and so they're just like you know it's not even true i'm just like what? i guess i mean i don't think there's anything wrong with 
with fiction at all, but I think this, you know, if you know, if you're doing a character or something, you're doing something that's like obvious, oh, this is, this is a story, but if it's, oh, this has happened to me, and you're being very, acting like it's the most honest thing in the world, and it's not, it's like kind of, like the patrons of the Big Fish, where I do my show, the yeah. drunk local guys—they're uh-huh. very credulous. Yeah, they are. Like, you know, there'll be a girl up there. She'll be talking about some sex thing, uh-huh. and the guy will be like, "Well, what are you doing later tonight?" Uh-huh. Like, after a while, like Shannon Hatch was doing it. She's like, "You know, I'm just—these aren't really real things. You know? right. I'm just kind of saying it because it's funny." That's what happens then. <laughs> if you say that, yeah, you gotta be careful. There will be fifty-five-year-old Armenian. Some men people who, will believe it. Mm-hmm. I feel jokes are like already commenting, like like good jokes to me, kind of comment on stuff that's real. So like, right. if you're commenting on something that's not even real, it's just kind of like, well, I don't know. It just doesn't make it. Just isn't not as funny. I think that all if you're talking at all, any kind of jokes, all commentary, in a way, you know. Like even, even like the best, even like, even Richard Pryor is one like really great. He's still just he's still just commenting. He's not really like. A, you don't make up stuff. Yeah, but I love him. But there's enough funny stuff in the world to make jokes about. Exactly. <laughs> I think all the jokes have been thought up. It's tough. It's yeah. tough being a comedian in 2008 because most jokes. People thought of them already. That's you know? why I think it's yeah. Cause people always act it's like, like oh, if you're in a band, done, uh, most riffs have been played. Yeah, I think every riff has been played. I think absolutely every riff has been played. It got was played in 1910. I feel like I'm hearing more and more like opening riffs that are other songs that like will like three beats in, then yeah. take a turn, and I'm just like whoa. That's I'm kind of lying about that. There's many riffs left. But it is. But I'm I'm telling the truth. I've heard a lot of like. I bet there's not many not many riffs. I think the riff pool is pretty shallow. I think we need to add another string. I think <laughs> another string. Will we ever have another smoke on the water? Smoke on the water. Da, you think th- there can be a riff like that, like a monster da, 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 riff from the 70s? Da, 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 da. Are we going to get sued right now? Do you have to pay royalties on us just singing that song? Smoke I don't think so. The well, they'll probably get our percentage. The you should talk about it and I'll sing it underneath you. Ready? One, okay. two. Do you think every riff has been played already? What about like Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple? Or what about like, say like uh, Back in Black from ACDC? I mean you don't hear these classic riffs anymore. You just don't. Or maybe like Zeppelin, Communication Breakdown. I mean who... KUCI 88.9 FM 9 I used to work in college radio so I can do this kind of stuff Oh really? Yep. Did you have a show? Uh huh Yeah for a long for four years What was your show? It was uh it was called Friday Night Pajami Jam or something like that Friday Night All Requests Pajama Jam I did it with my friend Steven who now lives in New York and he is a uh, successful computer programmer but we the, oh, it was the, the that was some of the most fun I've ever had was doing that show and we used to make we used to make stingers for the station. There's one of them we made. It got taken away because I thought it said it was racist. And what it was was it was um, I was pretending to be Morgan Freeman, and I said, uh, "Hi, y'all. I'm Morgan Freeman. When I'm not making homemade soap in my basement, I'm listening to WVFS Tallahassee." <laughs> and they thought some some reason that's racist. Then Morgan Freeman would be making homemade soap in his basement, but it's not. I mean, it's not. It's cl- obviously not racist. Well, black people love to make soap. I guess so. I, I suppose I, I mean I love Morgan Freeman I'm a big fan of Driving Miss Daisy I've seen that movie probably 30 or 40 times I can I, it was a point in time I could recite the whole movie 
But so it's like he's my my racist because I like I love that movie. Are you serious? It's a great movie. Thirty or forty times though. I've probably seen it at least twenty times. I'm not kidding. I used to watch it every day when I came home from school in the tenth grade. Why? Because I, I don't know, Doug. I, I like to watch it. I just like I like the regional, <laughs> the, re- <laughs> the local color. I guess. <laughs> See, this is the kind of thing I've been defending liking about movie for so long. It's, it's uh, I've forgotten about it. Oh, you should watch it later today. I think I will. Bring back Terry. Good old Jessica Tandy. Did you see uh, Driving Miss Daisy 2, Tokyo Drift? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, speaking of Tokyo Drift, guess what's coming out pretty soon? What? It's Fast and Furious. Three? Three. Part four. Part four. It's, oh, called, it's just called Fast and Furious. And Paul Walker's back. Ludacris is back. It's, it's I haven't seen back. any of those. They're some any. of the best movies ever made. They are pretty hot. Too Fast, Too Furious is one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen. There's a part, there's one part when Tokyo they... Tokyo Drift? Not Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift was good, but Too Fast, Too Furious was bad. <laughs> That's uh, the third one? The second one. Okay. Tokyo Drift is good, though. Actually, I saw Tokyo Drift in the, uh, the theaters in Universal City, and I saw Penelope Cruz there. <laughs> yeah. She was there, she was there seeing Tokyo Drift with her crew, with her posse. Really? Yeah. There's it wasn't part, like opening night. It was no, just, it wasn't. It was just a regular day, Universal City. You know, you, you go were there. Your, she was there. I was, was there. Magic. I bought some socks. Um, but the, uh, the the best part of Too Fast Too Furious is when the it's the end of the movie, right? It's the end, and the, the two guys are walking, like you know, they're wrapping everything, wrapping everything up, and they're like, "So, what are you gonna do now?" And the one guy's like, well, "I'm probably gonna hang around, you know, work on the shop for a little bit." And they're around the corner, and he goes, "Okay, so now we got the money. What are you gonna do with it?" He's like, "Well, I'm probably gonna hang out and." To work on the shop a little bit. <laughs> it's like they said the exact same thing, <laughs> back to back. Oh my god! It's worth, it's worth a look. Can I be a segment on this? Coochie. It's worth a look. Too Fast, Too Furious, starring Paul Walker and uh, Christ One time at <laughs> one time I was working when I was working at Fox back when I had a day job. Uh, Ludacris asked me for directions. But I was outside, like like this kind of thing, outside like a cafe, just outside the ki- the news cafe, and he he leaves the building, and he walks up to me and says, "Hey, do you know how to get in the building?" I didn't know what to say to him because it was like he just walked out of the building. So I said, is he like fucking with me or something? Like I, I don't understand. Wait, Ludacris walked out of a building and asked you how to get in the building? <laughs> yeah, how to get in the building? I'm like I and I didn't know what to say, and I was with my friend Woody, and he and he like spoke up. He's like, "Well, what, what are you talking about?" You know, and he. He, he meant to ask how you get in this building over there, <laughs> but he didn't say that. And so Woody was like blaming me for being starstruck with Ludacris, but really I just was kind of dumbfounded, like, I, what? So anyone could have <laughs> yeah. said that and you would have been I would have been kind of, I don't understand. Yeah. But it happened to be Ludacris. It happened to be Luda. That so. sucks, the one time you get to meet Luda and he hits you with a confusing question. It's my celeb encounter for the day. That's intense. Did that story get banned from your radio station for being racist? No, nope, because that was after the radio station. So it couldn't now have been Now it's going to be on the radio station again. Again. Oh, so that could be a controversial story yeah, for, for Cooch. This whole thing could get me <laughs> shut down on the air. You shut know? down. But that's that's what we do. We push the limits of comedy. Coochie, pushing the limits. 88.9 FM, Irvine. The French love it, and so do you. We used to be friends with the French. You know that? It was a time in America's history. That's what I learned from National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. <laughs> there was a time when the United States and France Is that information allies. in that book? Uh-huh. I'll tell you. Can I just say this right now? Uh, if you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM right now, Irvine, 
you gotta see National Treasure Book of Secrets too. It is great. We're talking about great characters here. We're talking about Nicolas Cage, consummate uh, Coppola actor. We're talking about uh, John Voight. Um, what's this? Classic. He's classic actor, Midnight Cowboy, uh, first film to be win an Academy Award, rated X. We're talking about John Voight, father of Angelina Jolie. He's in it. He's great. There's a Swedish girl in it who has a bad accent, but she wears a hot dress in the Oval Office. We're talking about presidents, secrets, masons. You got to check it out. National Almost Treasure Book as, Two, Book of Secrets. As good as the first Almost as good as the first one where they go on a ship in Antarctica. And Don't tell them. Oh, okay. How's this? What's the suspense level? At, at one to ten. I can't tell you because I don't know if you, I don't know about you. But my favorite genre is action thrillers. What about action? Is there chase there's scenes? There's a lot of action. There's, there's a lot of chase action. scenes. There's some. There's some Bourne-esque chase scenes. Really? Jason Bourne-esque. Like there's a there's a chase scene in London that I won't give away, but it's it's great. I mean, I'm talking about we're talking about like jumping off stuff while they're chasing each yeah. other. Yeah. Who's? Like, this is just nuts. Land and sea. And I saw the first one. First one? You got it in the second. <laughs> now, is that available on Blu-ray? Um, I don't know. Is it out on DVD now? Um, I, I think it is, because I, I watched it on Netflix on demand. So that would mean it would be on DVD, I think. So do you sit there on your computer and just watch a movie? We have our computer hooked up to the TV. So oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah, we're pretty How much, do you do that? Uh, it, that's my roommate. I don't know. Is it Apple TV? No, it's not Apple TV. It's just a PC it's been, you know, formatted it's just going into that. You have like a flat in. screen HD triple yeah, X uh-huh. monitor. Yep, triple X. It's all That's triple tight. X. We did something like that in our dorms, except it was a giant computer screen. But it, our computer would be on the floor and on the bunk bed. What dorm are you? Are you in a dorm now? I was in a dorm in the UCI. Where do you live now? Too. It's Santa Ana. It's what? In Santa Ana. We get kicked out. You guys were responsible for those, those wins. wins. Yeah. Oh, that's actually one of the first jokes I ever told the joke center was about the Santa Ana wins. <laughs> what is it? It was just about, man, those Santa Ana wins. <laughs> just riff on that for a while? Yeah, that's all I did. <laughs> I did a blog about Santa Ana wins. Oh, man, I like, I'll read that. There's so much material. I, I love the Santa Ana wins. Bring them. the wins on. I hate them so How do you much? hate the wins? So Are you kidding me? All they do is knock stuff over, make your skin dry, and start fires. That's what they do. Well, the fires, I'm not a big fan of the fires. No. Well, no I just love those warm airs in, this, oh, in the late I'm, summer. I'm sorry, but that, that stuff is just... I, it's, think, I think this interview is over. I think we just crossed the line. Dude, throw right. some chapstick on and deal with it. Doug, you're from the Midwest. You know. Wait, so what were you talking about? What you do? What do you mean? I think that's what started this. He's an actor. He's an actor? I guess so. I, I, I'm a comedian, too. Wait, what about that film you, you did? Oh, the BBC movie? That won't yeah. be out for a while. I, I did a movie. Um, this is guy, Armando Iannucci. It's a writer, director, a British guy, and he does all of my favorite British shows. He's done uh, like Alan, I'm Alan Partridge or The Day Today and stuff. So he did a he had a film called In the Loop, which was based upon a show called The Thick of It, and I did have a small part in it. Uh, but it won't be. Yeah, it's I mean it doesn't come out in England until March, I think, and let alone it's probably gonna be much later until it comes out in the United States. But that's breaking news, though. Yeah, I mean it was that was in June, so. It's not that breaking, but... Did you do it here? Or it was in there? D.C. Oh, very good. It's pretty, it's a funny, it's a comedy about, like, the State Department and all their, how they're all a bunch of idiots and everyone runs around. I got some one-word jokes. Okay. Okay, let's do some one-word jokes. I don't know if I could do them. I don't think I have any more jokes. I don't think I had any jokes to begin with. Obama-Argera. 
his spandex. That's it. I got, I got, I got, I got one. I got, I got one. some here somewhere. I got one. Uh, okay. One more joke. Carlos Santana. Santana. He's a family friend. That's Is it. he really? Yeah, actually. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't know why, but for the last six weeks or so, I can't stop thinking about Santana. I want to inject it in every conversation. Like, <laughs> just, I don't know why. I, you get those moments when you're obsessed with stuff. It's like a word. I get word obsession sometimes. Where I, I just had, want to uh, say words. I I got to guest DJ on this college radio station one time, and I was playing some of my re- remixes because I do a lot of remixes, and I was doing this, um, you know, the rap of the game. Yeah. I was doing a. Uh, I made this kind of like glitched out. Sort of like Aphex Twin style remix of one of his um, one of his songs, and you know it was kind of it was all stuttery and stuff. And somebody called in to me, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, I think your I think your CD player is like skipping or something." <laughs> and I was like, "Don't hate the player, hate the game." Oh man, that's, that's good. <laughs> Which doesn't really work because I mean he should hate me. Right, you should hate the. Because I it's my fault. That's too. That's too appropriate. What? What's too appropriate? That's just like that joke. Yeah, it's like. You guys thought I was telling a real story, right? Yeah. Did you know that was gonna be a joke? No. I thought that was. But that could be. But that could be. Well, I was. I. I. uh, When I was DJing at College Radio too, as well, also, such as, um, such as the U.S. Americans and such as the U.S. Americans I was DJing at. um, I was playing a slowed down version of Green Eyed Lady. Because I had the 45, I was playing at 33, and I just announced that it was a uh, Isaac Hayes. Well, I didn't announce. I had, I had back announced that because people were calling up saying, "Hey, you're playing that song too slow. <laughs> playing too slow." And I was like, "No, this is just a, this is Isaac Hayes covering it." And I wouldn't announce that, and people were like, "Oh, I get it. Okay, it's okay then, even though it wasn't. But, but it sounds like it. If, if you tell people that, it's like, oh." That does sound like Isaac Hayes doing that song. It's like, Green Eyed Lady, lovely lady, it's rolling somewhere through the sound. And you can do the same with ELO, too. I feel like you had, there were more listeners back in the day than there are now. We had somebody really? call in about a gospel song. Really? And that's it. And it wasn't even, it's not gospel. We don't actually know whose song it was, but that's the big mystery right now. Man, people love that gospel. People do. I worked in a record store, and that's all people come and asking all the time from people you've never heard of. Do you have uh, praise, praise be him, the the group of uh, specialists? Like what? <laughs> like you know, it's because people gospel fans. Not their first are, album. That's that's everywhere. Right. Obviously, I can get that online, but I mean, or the I want some of their B sides, the B sides yeah. collection. Well, but they always get it wrong. Like we always get what they're looking for wrong. They'd be looking for. Someone like Kirk Whalem and the Saved Souls. And I'm saying, do you have uh, Save Em Souls, the special times that always go around? It's like a dude dude song. Like, uh, do you mean this? Like, and then when they'd find it, and they know it's it, and they'd be like, I don't think this is it. And they put it back. I'm like, this is what you're looking for. This is absolutely it. Oh. This sounds like a SNL skit circa like '87. Really? Yeah. What would the skit be? Well, Dana Carvey's working at the record store. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, and you know, Lovitz comes in looking for that. Uh-huh. Well, you know, remember his uh, his uh, his church uh, lady? No, remember when he was selling chickens? No, no. Lovitz or Carvey? Dana Carvey's work. He's like a Chinese guy selling chickens. Chicken make a great house pet. I've never seen that. I didn't watch the '80s one. That's that's where I was grew up on. Also, I was cultured, cultured. YouTube it. He's selling a chicken. People come in, they want to buy the chicken, and he talks them out of it. Oh. 
That's the whole, that's the whole skit. Okay, well, it's a great skit. We'll need to YouTube this. It's a great skit. I am blowing up right now. Really? I don't know. I'm getting Who's a, calling? I got a call from, from Kirby. I got a call from uh, some person at 310 number. Is your phone a Walkman? It is a. It is. It has the ability to do that, yeah. You can listen to music? That's amazing. On your phone. God. Do you have the Walkman on there? Uh, yeah. Actually, I'll do it real quick. Here we go. Little Blue Ridge. Is there anything else we should talk about? Should we talk shit about other comedians no way. that we hate? I love everyone. I love everyone too. Except he's following 30 people. Send their names. Number one. Scott Hatch. Number two. Jason Kevin. Dylan Sanborn. Number four. Slappy Samson. <laughs> Such a hack. This is DJ Doug now and Johnny P storming off the roof. Check us out online. Online at I'm the sure MySpace. she'll put up the hot links. Johnny P, last name, Pemberton. Just my nipples. Just my nipples. DJ Doug My nipples plus some other stuff. Thank you. Yay.